I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Internet Marketing. Welcome back to the show where we give you the lowdown, the inside information, the word from the experts to help you use the internet as part of your marketing machine. I'm Andy White and in episode 21 we'll be discovering a new European law which is going to affect the way that user-generated reviews are used online. And we're also going to be looking at social media optimization. This is things like technology, delicious and all those sort of good things and how they can help to get more inbound links and more traffic to your website so stay tuned now daniel uh the news this week or the the last few days okay. uh big news uh, the european union is this correct well it's, it's going to be a european law i'm not sure it's actually going through the european union okay, but, european um, law what it's basically covering and they're tightening up uh at the end of the year we think it won't actually happen until the end of the year but they're tightening up a lot of consumer european consumer law Mm-hmm. So this will be ratified to the European Union and take its normal kind of route through things. Okay. The interesting thing is, it's the first one that really covers consumers on the web. Oh. Um, and in some very specific ways. And what I thought was interesting, because we discussed user-generated reviews last week, this follows on quite nicely. Yeah. Um, what we were saying last week is that if you had a book in Amazon, for example, you could submit a review of your own book by Joe Bloggs and say, what a fantastic book this is. The best book I've ever read. It's amazing. Okay. And uh, the problem was it could skew the results. Now, user-generated content in terms of reviews can be fantastic. It can make a website really popular. Um, It gives content that people are really interested in and really start to believe. And websites like TripAdvisor, where they review hotels, are good examples of how it can really work when you've got masses of reviews. The chicken-egg situation of them with a website that has reviews is that um, when you've only got a few reviews, people don't trust them. But people don't trust the reviews necessarily, they won't go and leave more reviews. So you've got quite a difficult situation to get a website started. Mm. And the problem was that people could leave false reviews. Right. Um, and, there's, yeah, it's the internet. You know, no one's going to really think they're going to get caught out and, and into trouble for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is there was an article in the Times all about this law, and it basically covers falsely representing oneself as a consumer. Ah, so in the article, they actually kind of uh, talked about regulations that apply to authors who praise their own books under a fake identity on websites such as Amazon. So it's very specific le- um, legislation by the sound of it. This mm-hmm. is coming from a, an article in the Times that's looked at it as well. So um, we'll just have to see how it develops. But I thought it was quite interesting that laws are starting to actually apply to the web. Yeah. Um, and they're actually addressing lots of the issues that we have through using the web as well. So as marketers and users, it's quite an interesting. Can I be devil's advocate? You can, indeed. How are they going to find out if, you've, if, if, if Fred Bloggs logged on to his own review page and 
made a review for himself. Not that I would do it, of course, no. at any point, or anyone that we know would do it. Of course. I How think would they find out? I think you're completely right. A problem with a lot of these laws that apply to the web is that they're very, very hard to enforce. One, first of all, how are you going to even track that somebody's done it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's quite a difficult thing to do. The key thing, I think, is to try and discourage people from doing it. Yeah. Just to say, okay, just as you shouldn't post f- fake testimonials in an advert, you certainly shouldn't do this kind of thing as well. Yeah. So it tries to level the playing field a little bit. How you would actually apply that is a very difficult thing. It's much like trying to police click fraud. Um, right. How do you actually differentiate between what's fraud and what's real? It's, it's a hard thing to do on the web. Um, if you can't track somebody where they are, even if you have got some tracking data, it's very hard to differentiate. Who's going to police it? Mm. Um, it will take somebody complaining in the first place to actually do it. The other thing is, this is European law. Mm. The web is worldwide. Yes. Nothing to stop somebody from the States then going on leaving a fake review and vice versa. Mm. Um, mm. So like any of these laws, it's going to be very, very, very hard to apply. I mean, well, When does it come into force? Well, they think it's going to be end of the year. December the 31st okay. is the sound of it. Right. Um, what's, what it means, though, at least, is that uh, some of the issues that are affecting the web and consumers on the web are being addressed actually being considered as important now yes. because you know, lots of us use the web mm. that's maybe a good thing and a bad thing because legislation doesn't always lead to good decisions and as we I mean at the moment it's a really good example at the moment there's the Rotax oh, um, yes. issue going on in the UK Ooh. here which is a bit of a hot hot potato Ooh, at the moment yes but just for our, our USA listeners um our dear president president our dear <laughs> prime minister is what proposing well, I'm not going to put my neck out, but there's um, some, some rules about road taxing um, and sort of seeing how many miles we do by looking at us from space and stuff like that and taxing us by the mile. Uh, which has proved uh, to be rather unpopular. It's been rather unpopular. And uh, is it nearly a million signatures on One the One and a half million signatures. Well, that's interesting because neither whatever you think on the topic, mm. um, people have actually done an email um, kind of signature and I sent it through and it's been an online kind of uh, petition. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. But at least that's you're engaging. And mm. I think it's a new way of engaging. Um, I saw some comments by the Prime Minister on an interview the other day said that they're quite happy to receive feedback this way because it means there is actually feedback. There's nothing worse than trying to do something and not get the feedback. And we've, so, all, we've all had an email from Tony Blair, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, sorry, how did this relate to this new well, law? <laughs> I, I, think the, I think the key thing is that um, online legislation is in quite an early stage. Yeah. And when things happen online at the moment, they happen, they can go dramatically wrong. Yeah. Um, so I think... It's an interesting time to start watching how much legislation comes out online. Mm-hmm. starts affecting things online. Um, and just to be aware of this kind of user-generated content, how it's going to affect things as well. Okay. So it's a very, very transitional time on the web at the moment with lots of user-generated content, new technologies, mm-hmm. um, how that's affected by consumer law and all those kind of things. So just thought I'd raise this issue. Um, the key thing from this is it's a point for discussion, I yeah. think. And it's just the way people raise people's awareness that... Uh, the European Union and various other like governing bodies are taking this kind of thing quite seriously now. Okay. Um, so you can't just go out there willy-nilly and start posting reviews on your competitors' websites and saying how rubbish they are. It does remind me, actually, um, I produce a site called uh, tickmonkey.co.uk and down the right-hand side, I put lots of joke testimonials from myself saying, TickMonkey, what a superb time management system. Andy White, creator of TickMonkey. There you are, sir. I've been using it for one month now, and it's absolutely fantastic. Andy White, creator of TickMonkey. Do you reckon I'll get me for that? Oh, well, I think you'll probably be in prison this time next year. So, uh, <laughs> it's been enjoyable so far. Well, luckily the site's been down for the last week, so i better remove them before I put it back up again. Uh, you might be okay then. <laughs> Daniel Rouse, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Okay, so moving on to today's main topic, we're talking about social media optimization or SMO. 
E. This is the whole area of social bookmarking, tagging, getting inbound links in more sort of human-oriented ways. The first question I asked Graham Benstead was, what is the definition of social media optimization? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I suppose my, my favourite way of... Uh sort of angling this is looking first of all SEO mm-hmm. um, which is often um, they can be you know uh, mixed up um, search engine optimization or SEO is um, optimizing your site to come to the top of the search engines yeah I've spoken about that before um, social media optimization is um, where you're going to be well, it's, it's optimizing your site um, so that you get the most out of uh, these um, internet communities which are starting to uh, spring up all over the internet so really so about we're, not, we're not talking about google now we're talking about no, no. lots of other places where you can have inbound links absolutely i okay. mean the inbound links is a massive part of it but it's also about getting traffic through as i say these uh, information sharing um sites uh, such as um, technorati yeah. uh, reddit etc um yeah i mean uh, we'll be talking about um some of the different tools that you can use and um how how we can look at social media optimization through um just five rules just before we go into these rules mm. do many people do this um well as far as i know no not really okay. i mean you, you see very very little of it even even on the larger sites okay it's starting it's starting to trickle in sort of slowly but i mo- most of your even your blue chip companies very very rarely uh, you, you see this at the moment. So if our listeners rush off as soon as they finish listening to this podcast and implement some of these things we're talking about, they're going to be one step ahead. I should imagine they'll probably be one of the most popular sites on the internet tomorrow. Then let us proceed with the rules. Fantastic. Well, the rules are, or in fact the, the first rule, would be uh, to increase your linkability. Um, this is kind of uh, one, I'd say it's a rule of actual SEO as well. So as long as you're uh, sort of on on the ball with your SEO, you're going to be producing uh, some content that people really want to use, that people mm-hmm. want to read, something that's going to be useful to all of your users. Um, the more useful your content is, um, the more likely people are going to be to link to you, either from their own websites or from, hopefully, uh, these uh, other sort of um, information-sharing sites such as Reddit, uh, yeah. Technorati, or, or their own personal blogs, which right. is uh, some, something of a favourite at the moment. Okay. Um, I've got some first-hand experience of this because on, on my blog at Summit Solutions KUK, there are two posts which are very, very popular. One is about getting rid of the chipmunk effect, effect in Audacity when you try and use a flash MP3 player on your website. I can't. I'll try. I won't try and do it because it's just embarrassing. But you know what the chipmunks sound like, and that gets loads and loads of hits. But I think in my case, I don't think it's um, sort of social bookmarking sites. I think it's just Google. Sure. It's just somehow got indexed in Google, because it's, I guess, because it's good content. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I should imagine that people are actually linking to you from their own websites. And yeah. of course, the more links you have coming into that article, the higher it's going to come up in Google. Ah, right. Yeah. Oh. So I, I should imagine that's what's happening there. I, seen, I, th- I think I did actually submit it to one or two, um, uh, like, sort of, uh, what's that really hilarious name that you told me? It was Articlezilla. Dot com. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, oh, no disrespect to ArticleZilla.com, just no, a hilarious no. name. Right, amazing site, is it? Yeah. Is it I think it was ArticleZilla.com. Yeah, that could is. have been the beginning of the avalanche effect. I should imagine it probably was. I mean, uh, that, that would be a really good example of... Um, I, we'll talk about this in, uh, in Rule 4. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Um, but help your content travel. But we'll, we'll speak about that. Okay, so rule one was, was have very useful, good content. Yeah. Now, is there anything you can do to sort of encourage people to um, encourage this um, sort of linking in from various um, social networking sites? 
Goodness, I mean... Or am I moving ahead again onto another We are one? again moving ahead, but that's okay. I mean, the, we can kind of treat this as something something of a holistic um, sort of approach anyway. I mean, okay. none of these uh, rules are particularly um, uh, exclusive in what mm-hmm. they do. You know, they, they all kind of work with each other very well. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I suppose the best way to uh, increase your linkability... Um, by producing this great content is to get your content out there so people can yeah. see it. So um, let, let's let's speak about the other rules and we'll, we'll find yeah. out how to do that. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, let's go on to uh, rule two, which is um, make tagging and bookmarking easy. Uh, um, yeah, we've spoken about uh, bookmarking before, mm-hmm. uh, social bookmarking, um, where a user may um, or, or, or a, a number of users are allowed to um, tag a site on one of these social mm-hmm. bookmarking um, search engines, as yeah. it were. Um, tag them with particular words. Yeah, so uh, the more word, the more people, the more users mm-hmm. that tag a site for a particular word, the higher that site will come up in these social bookmarking engines. This okay. is folksonomy in action, is it not? It is folksonomy. That's the and third time we've mentioned this, oh. this uh, very interesting term in, the th- in three consecutive podcasts. One, one of my favourite uh, <laughs> favorite terms of all time, possibly. It's my word of the week at the moment. Oh, fantastic. Folksonomy. So, okay, so, so, so Fred Bloggs is, is, is scouring the internet. He comes across something that he finds very, very useful. Mm-hmm. And presumably, he will then go to his favourite social bookmarking site, be it Technorati, be it Delicious. More likely uh, Delicious, and, and think, Delicious, and he'll say, this is a good article. Can yeah. he even put a comment there as well as some tags? Absolutely. I mean, um, first, well, uh, in terms of the fields that you can um, kind of tell uh, Delicious or the bookmarking site about, mm-hmm. um, you'll be able to give it your own title to a degree you'll be able to uh, give it a brief description mm-hmm. and uh, as i say these are all important tags these um these words keywords now they have to be single words don't they these these tags they do um i think we spoke about this before i the problem is with because every user can choose their own words if people if you're allowed to have more than one word all of a sudden all the users would be using very different phrases because there are so many ways to describe one particular site yeah Cutting it down to one word, to one degree or another, as hopefully um, the the problem isn't quite as serious mm-hmm. as it would be if people were allowed to use phrases. Right. I mean, um, yeah. This in this case, as I say, um, instead of actually going out and tagging our own sites, uh, what we're doing is that we're making it easy for people to tag our site. So um, I think uh, Delicious actually gives you uh, a little bit of code yes. if you were to, um, if you were to log on. You can cut and uh, paste to, into your own website. Exactly. Yes. And uh, all the user has to do is click on that and they yeah. can uh, add you straight away. In fact, you can even choose the words that you're tagged for, which is really useful. Ah. Exactly. Because uh, instead of users uh, putting you down for lots of different words, hopefully mm. more users will be uh, putting you down for one word, which will focus on that word which will give you a much better okay. condense, so condensity. How do you do this? Is, is this? is this a little bit of the snippet of code? Yeah. Let's just start from the beginning. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Bloggit. I've got my blog, and um, I want to get lots of people to my site. I put a useful, well, hopefully they're all useful, but a particularly useful post mm. on, on the blog. And to make it easy for people to use Delicious or whatever, I go to Delicious site, get this snippet of code, put it, because I'm my own webmaster, put it in my own code, in my HTML, on, on that blog's page. Now, how, how do we do this trick where we encourage people to use certain tags? Is, is that easy? It's just part of the code. Um, okay. Yeah, I, when, when you're setting it up on your site, yeah. hopefully at the end of each of your um, 
uh, blog art entries, you can just, uh, when, whenever somebody clicks on it, they'll yeah. get a window up. And yes. whereas um, in most cases, when you're um, bookmarking a page for yourself, yes. you have to fill in that tag. Yeah. Instead, it, you can just tell it. It'll be pre-populated. It will be, which is... Ah, uh, so it's just one of those little variables, presumably, in the code that you paste in that you can yeah. you can tweak. Absolutely. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I mean, um, that that's great for Delicious. But um, again, if you've got a nice article, put it into Dig, mm-hmm. brilliant Reddit. There, there are many, many more. So Dig do the same. They give you a snippet. Yeah. Now, what about Technorati? Because with Technorati, um, you can correct me on this, but I think I've got it right. There's some little clever bits of HTML you can put in that are Technorati tags, is that correct? And they get spidered by Technorati. They do. I mean, um, those little tags that you put in, uh, those little bits of code, um, they do sorts of uh, terribly exciting things. I mean, that that would be more for tracking um, right. who's linking to your um, blog, mm-hmm. um, especially within Technorati. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, in general, the majority of blogs are probably these days added to Technorati because yeah. if you know if, if you've got the know-how to create your own blog mm-hmm. you're probably likely to know about Technorati so yeah um, yeah Technorati I, as I say it first of all yeah it will give you lots of nice information about who's going onto your blog and that yeah. and um, also well Technorati is um, slightly slightly different to the uh, tagging and bookmarking mm-hmm. yeah let's, let's mm. just remind everyone how Technorati works because it is different isn't it do you, do you have to physically I seem to remember you have to go and uh, like tell Technorati about your blog yeah you, you tell at, it at the beginning of it you do um, I mean once you um, I, let's say somebody's just created their own blog mm. um, all, uh, and they decide that they want it to be a little bit more visible mm-hmm. to the rest of the internet they would go along to um, Technorati and uh, they would claim their blog is, that's uh, right I remember doing that now and there's a, there's a strange little process you have to go through because it doesn't believe it's yours until you do some clever stuff no no you're, you're, you're guilty <laughs> you're until guilty. proven until that's proven uh, innocent yeah I, I'm not I, I suppose it would be easy to slander people otherwise I suppose I, it I, would I be know. yeah but I seem to remember the process is you, 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 you tell it about your blog and then it says okay well I'm not going to even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
believe it's your blog until you put this little snippet of code actually in your HTML. Then Absolutely. I'll believe you. This special secret code that I'm about to give you. Absolutely. I mean, um, it's, that's quite quite usual these days yeah. um, to to make people verify mm. their uh, pages or their blogs. So I mean, uh, Google is doing it for. Um, uh, web tools, uh, webmaster tools, which we'll talk about another day. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it's well worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you've got uh, access to those things, and uh, as I say, it gives you some really, um, really good exposure, and um, it gives you some really good sort of statistics about who's reading your blog. And um, now, presumably, when you've registered your blog with Technorati, it I'm right in thinking it then causes Technorati to regularly spider your blog for new posts. It does. It knows about them. Yeah, I mean, WordPress. And Ooh. presumably many other uh, blogging softwares ping Technorati anyway, don't they? They sure do. Yeah. Um, as it happens, uh, you can do it both ways. In, in Technorati, once you've claimed your blog and uh, you log in, you can um, go ahead and um, ask it to ping your blog. Mm -hmm. So uh, to ping is to go and have a look at what you've got, to yeah. spider, as it were, or index yeah. your new content. I've just posted a new post, come and spider me. Um, okay, so anyway, um, so we've got, yeah, make tagging and bookmarking easy. So it's just really allowing your users to, instead of having to install software, for instance, for Delicious, yeah. uh, which is a little bit of, bit of a pain. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, especially if you just want to, you know, do something off on the fly, yeah. um, just allow people just to click on it, make a little note, and save it for later. Brilliant, really useful. Okay, number three on the rules of SMO mm -hmm. um, is to um, reward inbound links. Ooh, now mm. how does one reward inbound links? Well, uh, inbound links. Um, we've talked about why inbound links are good for us um, mm -hmm. because it improves our search engine um, rankings. Yeah, uh, especially in Google with PageRank. Mm -hmm. To reward for that, um, I'd say link back to them. You know, create. Now, this is controversial, isn't it? Because I've heard certain SEO experts say, "Ooh, no reciprocal links. They sort of cancel out the incoming links." Uh, is this true? Or what's your view of this? Oh, I. It doesn't. Well, they don't entirely cancel them out right. um, it's true as far as we can tell to say that a, a, a pure inbound link is much more potent mm -hmm. as it were uh, much more powerful than a reciprocal link right but at the same time you know if if you're rewarding inbound links you're more likely to get a lot of um, reciprocal links than you are to get lots of uh, inbound links mm -hmm. I suppose depending on how great your um, your content is but I mean you know this is a community this is all about love and you know uh, sharing and I you know I don't think there's any need to be uh, <laughs> I don't know all sort of mercenary about it <laughs> I, I'd, I'd say you know spread spread the love you know yeah. uh, link link back to people list the blogs which are um, you know linking to you on a regular basis yeah um, you know, uh, I, I think so, that's... So how does this help? If, if I... I'm just being very mercenary here. Mr. Mercenary. Putting my mercenary hat on. Um, if I've got uh, sort of like five links coming in and I link back to all those five separate places, how, how is it going to help me? Because I'm mercenary. I think it's going to help you because when people see that you're linking back to other people, mm -hmm. uh, more people are going to link to you. Ooh. To be honest, in terms of, you know, Google algorithm and whether the amount of extra reciprocal links you're going to be getting mm -hmm. is going to be as potent in for your SEO. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know really. Um, yeah. But in terms of social media, um, that's a great way to get a lot more traffic as well. Okay. Because if, if you're starting to get a really good profile, a good reputation through these um, you know, social media communities, mm -hmm. you know, the, the more exposure you do get from other uh, popular blogs, mm -hmm. um, the more 
more people get to come and see you. So as as I say, because we're not talking about SEO here mm-hmm. um, necessarily, although of course it all helps. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd I'd recommend that it's a really a really nice way to get um, a much better reputation mm-hmm. across um, the the sort of uh, the communities on the internet. Okay, moving on, moving on. Fantastic. Okay, um, number four, the one we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Um, help your content travel. Right. We're basically now that we've got some really beautiful content and everybody mm. really wants to use. Yeah. Um, we want people to know about it. We want we want it to sort of uh, spread across the internet. Okay. As much as possible. And, and I mean, one, once we've got quite a large sort of visibility on that, it'll only grow. More and more people um, take copies of it or link back to it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, um, we've been talking about Reddit. No, I, if I can remember, Reddit's all. a new one to me. I, I, oh, okay. It's probably been around donkeys months, hasn't it? And I just haven't heard about possibly. it. It's it's a it's very similar to Dig. Okay, um, in a lot of ways, it's um, you know it's just one of these article distribution uh, okay. sort of sites. Um, the more popular articles or, or um, sort of blogs are going to rise to the top, right? And um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting one. So yeah, I, there, there are an awful lot of them. I um, one of my favourite sites at the moment um, is it's growing in popularity. is called um, PopURLs.com, right? Which is a P-O-P-U-R-L-S.com, .com. Yeah, um, which is um, a mashup, and we will be talking about that Ooh, in a moment. A mashup of what? Oh, let's let's wait until uh, number five. Okay. five for that. Um, a mashup social bookmarking site. Uh, yes, very much so. Um, Okay, let's go into mashups quickly because then we, we can. Uh, well, I'm forcing of, you to jump ahead. I'm, I do apologise. No, no, we can proceed. I'm, I'm uh, forcing your hand. It'll be good. Um, okay, a mashup is where people can take the uh, feed or um, you know the content mm. from uh, one site. Yeah. For instance, um, a, a very nice example of this is Google Maps. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as far as I understand, mashups are like where you take the content of one website or several websites and join them together somehow yeah. to make a, a sort of Franken. Well, not no, Frankenstein isn't fair because they're usually really brilliant. They are always, a sort of, always um, awesome. Chimera website, adding your own value, oh, of course, Chimera. so that you end up with a multi. Uh, your own website where you haven't had to do all the work and you're relying on the functionality of other websites. Is that about right? That, that's exactly right. That, that's that's a perfect um, summary of it. I read that I mean, very well without, without it sounding like I was reading it, didn't I? Yeah. I where did you read that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that, that's exactly what they are. Um, this uh, pop URLs is, um, I suppose, the, the simplest mashup there is okay. in, in some ways in that it brings together all of the uh, best content um, sites, so lists of say the top ten content for um, Reddit, Delicious, Dig, mm-hmm. and then it will go into sort of maybe uh, sort of AOL groups, all of that. It also goes into Flickr, interestingly, yeah. uh, the the um, photo sharing. So, what's it um, like software. to use? I'm, I'm, I'm making a this pop URLs pop. Yeah, do URLs dot com. Yeah, right. I'm going to look at this as soon as I get away from here. Yeah, I mean to use it, it's um, well. It just gives you access to all of the most interesting, well, basically the most interesting content on the internet okay. at the moment. Okay. So, is it, it uses tag tagging? Does it? Um, yeah, to a degree. It, well, it just takes the content, the top ten pieces of content, for example. as denoted by human beings. So it's another. It's basically exactly. folksonomy yeah, on exactly. steroids. It is. It is a lot like that. It's right. a, yeah. I mean, um, so we've got a top ten um, link, um, links at the moment on Delicious, the mm. most popular. Yeah. Um, top ten on, as I say, Reddit, Dig. Uh, one of my favourite well, blogs. This, this is like a fantastic tool for like keyword research, by the sound of it. Well, it's amazing for that. I'd, I'd say it's it's all about keeping your sort of your thumb 
although you wouldn't want your thumb on the pulse, um, your, your fingers on the pulse, um, keeping your fingers on the pulse of the whole of the internet and, and everything interesting that's going yeah. on at the moment. And uh, I mean, you know, you, you can learn an awful lot about all of these things from that. I, a lot of the content, uh, a lot of the popular stuff is actually about, uh, you know, social media itself. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, learn about new software, right. new um Goodness, new blogs, just everything. And, so, and just so this mashup site, so pop URLs, yes. can you go there and um, sort of vote if you like or tag a site that you've just seen? Does it sort of submit it to all these separate tagging social bookmarking sites? I'm afraid it doesn't. It Ooh, is, okay. It is literally just a view um, rather than just a right. taking all of the content and ah. displaying it to you. So it's kind of read only. It is pretty much read only. Okie dokie. Um, which, why um, number five. Right uh, is uh, encourage the mashup, so um, allow people to um, get hold of all of your information, yeah. preferably through uh, RSS feeds or Atom feeds. Yeah, in some ways, this one's very very similar to uh, allow your content to travel. Mm-hmm. So allow people as much access to the information that you're providing as possible, mm-hmm. so that they can use it for their own nefarious purposes. Okay. For example, perhaps um, laying it on top of uh, Google Maps which is a big favourite. Um, I, I think one, one of my favourite mashups is um, a site which uses Google Maps along with a, um, a feed of uh, available property. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, so um, if you were to search for, for instance, um, a, a, a two-bedroom house to buy yeah. for you know £200,000 in Brighton, mm-hmm. um, it would give you um, all of these uh, houses which are available and also kind of superimpose them on a Google map, okay. uh, which is, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that, that sort of, that, that's a great example of a mashup. Um, very, very useful. And uh, using two different sort of uh, sites together to provide even more value. Yeah. The super additive effect. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think that there's lots of uh, use for any content as long as it's useful. So are you saying then that if you can uh, present your information in a mashed up form, it will increase its visibility. If you can allow other people to take your information right. to do that, um, then definitely. Right. Because all of a sudden you've got, you know, the content which has to be, has to kind of uh, come back to you, be linking back to you mm-hmm. because it's your content. Yeah. It's going to be available on all these other sites right. as well as your own. So, so with your example of the, the estate agent selling a house, mm. obviously you've got the text saying this house is for sale, blah, 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 on the website. But on the independent Google Maps, you've also got one of those little balloon markers saying this house is for sale. Well, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, I, on this particular site, uh, Nestoria, I think it's called. Yeah, um, yeah it's... Um, Presumably with a link back to the website. Exactly. Uh, I'm with you there. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, um, in that particular case, they're not just taking um, the content on the feed from just one site. Mm. They're taking feeds from um, all of the sort of uh, larger sort of uh, residential um Agencies, right. yeah, you know, um, yeah. I basically um, they will take your uh, content and um, create more sites, so that you don't have to worry about. It. All you have to do is worry about creating the content. Mm. Can we just talk about briefly? Can we just talk about? I'm, I'm fascinated by Flickr. Okay, as a potential, um, I say potential. Uh, people have been doing it for months and months as a potential um, way of pointing back to your website, and I've heard. You can you can tell me if you believe this is common or not. But I've heard of people uh, who have websites where rather, and they take a picture relevant to their post or to their website, sure. and rather than just putting the picture on their own website, they actually put it on Flickr 
with a link back to their website. And then on the website, they just put the snippet of code in from Flickr that makes it look like it's on their website. So presumably the advantage there is, is you're giving yourself an inbound link, whereas before you wouldn't have one. And if someone was just like going through Flickr and saw a very nice, this very nice picture, I guess it would have to be very nice in its own right. And they go, oh, that's a nice picture, and they click on it, or they click on some of the details, and hey, presto, they're at your website. Have you heard of that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've seen it happening. Uh, right. You know, I, I suppose I'm in two minds about it. In terms of trying to sort of save on space on your server, obviously that's a nice benefit. Well, actually, I might have that bit wrong. They might have the picture on just normally on their server oh, as well, but they've, but they've also got and it in linking Flickr back. linking back, yeah. Mm, good point. I might have it wrong. It could be that they do it that way. No, Maybe you're probably, you're probably right, way. actually. Yeah. Um, I, To be honest, I haven't really played around with Flickr as much right. as I probably should have. Um, so, okay, I mean, either way. Um, and similarly with YouTube, where people absolutely. put these videos on, just, just, just pointing back. Yeah, I, I seem to think you... I'm sure that you do upload your video onto YouTube. I, I really don't know about Flickr. Oh, you definitely do, yeah. But what I'm saying is it's, it's another way of linking back. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, I, sorry. To, yeah, to get to get onto that point. Um, yes, yeah. it is. Um, it is definitely a way of linking back. Mm. And I think in some cases that can be um, a good use for yeah. Flickr if you're providing pictures which are um, useful in their own right. Mm -hmm. Standalone. In exactly. the standalone essence. Um, but if you're just creating these, you know, kind of reasonably useless images. Well, like just a picture of some, some headshot of some person um, would be really uh, useless, wouldn't it? But if it was yeah, like... Um, or, or even I don't know, worse than that. Think, I'm know. trying to give a good example. Imagine there was like um, um, an exotic insect breeder and mm. he's got these amazing pictures of these like amazing tropical moths or something, yeah. which in their own right are very beautiful and he puts them on Flickr. Yeah, or even have, has movies of them on YouTube. And then just points him back to his site. Then he's got multiple. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, um, yeah, I, I, I'm all for that actually. Mm. Um, I, I can see how it could be seen as spamming to a degree. Mm -hmm. But as I say, I, in general, when when we're looking at spamming, which is um, when you're uh, putting content onto another site to link back to yours, mm -hmm. um, whether or not the content is useful or relevant, um, I, I'd say as long as the content is useful. I don't see it as a problem, so I think that's a. I think that's kind of a nice use. Mm. Um, I suppose the most important thing for me would be that you're actually pro providing the image as a useful uh, yeah. resource yes. for that site, rather than just a link back to you. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Well, I, I think in that case, the the spaminess factor would be determined by the niceness of the picture. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> or the interestingness of the picture. Absolutely. Um, as I say, I, I suppose if, if we were to try and uh, sort of boil it down, it would be, um, yeah, the spamminess would uh, correlate directly with yes. um, the, I don't know, I'd like to say the intentions <laughs> of, the, uh, of the person that uploading it. But I, I'd say it's probably the, the benefit to the site that you're actually mm. um, putting it on, uh, cementing it to. Okay, have we covered all the aspects of uh, social media optimization? Is there anything else you wanted to say, Graham? Um, in true I, Harry Potter style, is there anything else, Harry, you want to tell else? me? Um, ba -ba -ba, I'm not sure there is. Um, we've gone through the five rules. Um, we've actually touched on spamming, which yes. I think would be very nice to talk about another time. We can have a whole episode on spamming. Oh, spamming and black hat. And what? Black hat. Black hat. Oh, black, yeah. I think you said black adder for a minute. We could talk about uh, that. Black adder. Oh. A famous TV program here in the UK. You've probably got it in the uh, America as well, I imagine, in the USA as well. I, oh, I certainly hope so. Well, you should have. It's a brilliant program. You'd be missing out if you didn't. Mm. <laughs> Graham Benstead, thank you very much, sir. 
Oh, more look forward welcome. to having another um, very informative conversation with you again it's, next it's, time. it's been an absolute pleasure. As, <laughs> as I say, we can all wear our, uh, our big black hats next time. Okay. It'll be brilliant. We'll, we'll go out spamming. With our tins of spam as well. Oh, excellent. <laughs> all the best. Well, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or comments that you'd like to have featured on the show, send them to info at academyinternet.com. And feel free to send in an MP3 file if you want to record what you want to ask, and we'll be happy to play those. If you're a subscriber, we'd like to thank you for your valuable time. If you haven't subscribed yet and you'd like this podcast delivered direct to your earbuds automatically, you can find Internet Marketing on iTunes or at the academyinternet.com or the summitsolutions.co.uk websites and follow the subscription buttons. So this is Andy White signing off. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.